Hey, Nick Ashew tonight. Blazers have a 14-10 lead over the Rockets in their summer league game. Scoot Henderson, two for two already. A couple of points. You got Shaden Sharp out there for the Blazers. I mean, Wemby's going to be exciting. But there is a lot of talent in this summer league. And this is what the NBA's done, man. They make it an event, and you get all these young players out there, and then there's always guys fighting for roster spots and the occasional him. I remember him. He hasn't played in the NBA in years. It, it's it's really like it's incredible what the NBA has been able to do with this. By the way, three for three for Scoot. As oh. you're as you're talking, it's uh. a nice mid range jumper. There you go. You know, Portland. You're right. They got a lot of talent playing with Scoot with Shaden Sharp. Kenneth Murray getting some action You're with right, their team yes. as well. So, I mean, we talked yesterday about teams that could potentially win this entire thing, and you and I were in agreement that Houston, who they happen to be playing tonight, would be in a good spot because that's another team that has a ton of talent playing. Mm-hmm. This is a really good litmus test for what to anticipate the remainder of this summer league tournament with these two teams. There is, I would say, almost an equal amount of talent on the Blazers, at least on the top end. When you talk about Murray there, obviously, right? Scoot Henderson, and then Shaden Sharp, who was really great last year for really Portland. Really good, yeah. And, you know, kind of, I mean, it kind of matches up with Houston. Cam Whitmore out there, got three points already. Guy that was passed in the draft, right? Falls, this is a chance for a redemption. I mean, I, I may read into some of the storylines too much in Summer League, I get it, but at times you do have to take into account the human side of this, where guys feel like they have something to prove, or there's a lot of hype around them, like in Wemby's case, and you say, he's going to go out there and want to put on a show and then not have to play at all in Summer League after that. But just to make sure that people don't start creating a narrative of like, oh, God, this guy, I don't know if he's going to be as good as people say. Because you know what people want to do? They want to find any little reason to jump on him and say he's not as good as all the hype. Oh, God. They, they started that before he even got here. Remember, someone they start throwing those crazy takes out if he's not Durant, he's a bust. I mean, it's just the most ri- ridiculous thing. He could breathe the wrong way, and someone's going to get on him for that. It's the, I, I hate the way that it feels like our business feels the need to immediately jump on a guy before they've seen him. Like, you're allowed to watch him play in Summer League and not have a steaming hot take. I, it's a crazy phenomenon, I, I know. I can't wait to see all of the stupidity after this in either direction. And it's pretty much a guarantee that that's going to be the case. But, yeah, I mean, we're at, what is it, 9 Easterns, about an hour and a half until that game tips off. We got... Scoot right now putting on a show. And those Blazers, those Blazers, we got their asking price now. We finally know. Because this is what it's been. It's okay, you what what are they gonna ask for? What's the price for Dame Lillard? What are what are they at this point? What type what are teams gonna pay? Portland is seeking four first round picks and two quality players, according to the Oregonian. What is a quality player? I that that is in quotes because we don't know what that would like, be defined as. Describe to me a quality player because uh, I would say Tyler Hero would certainly be one. Guy got you twenty points. Yeah. A game. Um I'm just thinking in terms of Miami, not a lot of other players that you think would be in the trade that would also go into that category because they're gonna keep Bam, they're gonna keep Jimmy Butler. So like, are, if you it's gonna, a, are you gonna call at this point in his career Kyle Lowry a quality player? No. No, I wouldn't. No. no. But because he had, he would be a salary dump eventually. You got one mm-hmm. year left on the deal. You take the money. You get rid of it. Maybe if you were Portland, you can argue having him in the locker room with a lot of young guys would be a great a great guy to mentor. Mm-hmm. But I you're right. When it comes to just the actual on the floor play, I'm not calling Kyle Lowry a quality player that you want in return for giving up the best player in your organization since Bill Walton. Right, like it's been a yeah. very long time. Toronto. Oh, don't forget about Clyde Drexler, though. And Clyde Drexler. Let's give Drexler but- his respect.
So I, I, I don't know what a quality player is, and I don't know how many draft picks Miami has to give up at this point. And that's why this three and four team deal is mostly. Th- this will not be a two team deal with Miami. No, it can't that I would be. guarantee. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. And Mark Medina, who's a big NBA reporter, that if Damian Lillard lands with any other team other than the Miami Heat, he won't report to training camp, according to him. If I was any other team other than the Miami Heat, I would look him dead in the face and say, prove it. If we want... I would love to you, see a standoff actually happen with, like, the Celtics or the Nets. Like, you say this? Okay, cool. Prove it. You don't want to play with Jason Tatum? Bet. We're going to sit you here. You're not going to get paid. Now, he's made a lot of money, but you're not going to get paid, and you are going to go against everything that you have said publicly. If you're going to sit here and fold your arms and pout in the corner, do it. And we're going to put it on display for everyone. Because the one thing that I've loved the most about Dame is through this entire process, whether that be staying with Portland or or even being open about the potential of, of leaving, he has been honest. And he's been up front, and he's not running from the grind. If you're going to sit here and pout, do it. The Celtics are plus 500 to win the NBA title right now. Only behind the Nuggets at plus 475. If they were to go out, and we talked about this yesterday, they have the assets, and they've loaded up more picks. Because people are hearing hearing stuff and smelling things. There's some smells coming. Right. And it's the Celtics are up to something. They're, they're doing something. We don't know I, what. I could see the Celtics maybe being the team that tries to call his bluff where he would actually cave only because you have Jason Tatum and you have a team that's been to the conference finals, NBA finals recently. The Nets are actually the favorite at plus 150, if not the Miami Heat, right? to land Dame. I don't think there's any shot that with that report that he's considering sitting out training camp if he gets traded anywhere other than Miami, I don't think the Nets are the right team for that. They've got the assets. They've got maybe what Portland would like in return. Some qual- Mikhail Bridges, quality player. Cam Johnson, quality player. Couple of picks. That would work. That would. But... Also, if I'm Dame, I look around and go, am I going to win a title here? And, no. And it would be easier than in Portland. So, I mean, that that's the one caveat that East is Would it be relatively... that much easier, though? Because if, let's say, Mikael Bridges or Cam Johnson is in that, especially if Mikael Bridges is in that trade, my guess is they would the not. Nets would try to keep him. Yeah, they're going to keep him. But, okay, so let's say Cam Johnson is moved, though. Now, Fine. Portland will probably not want to take on that salary unless they like him, he's young, and you have him locked up on a deal that would be smaller in a couple of years. Well, they... But... At that point, it's Mikael Bridges and Dame, and maybe Cam Thomas would be the other one. Right. Who's Cam Thomas is a quality player. Yes. And you'd have him super cheap. I don't know if they could trade Cam Johnson now because they just signed him. So there is that. There might be that. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's actually till like December. So it'll be Cam Thomas. So that would have to be a deadline deal. Should they want to include Cam Johnson into that package? But if that's the Nets, all right. Let's say it's Dame. Mm-hmm. It's Mikhail Bridges, and it's Cam Johnson as your top three. W- I, what's that team doing for you? I, I wouldn't bet them to win the championship now, but I do think there is the potential to grow into a pretty decent unit in the Eastern Conference that is right now very top-heavy with Boston and Milwaukee, and everybody else has question marks. Because you got to remember, like we saw Miami have a really good run this year, mm-hmm. but everybody's anticipating them to get Damian Lillard. So if they don't right. get him, it's Jimmy Butler, it's Bam Adebayo, it's Tyler Hero, and then they're replenishing their undrafted guys. Right. And they're just finding more guys. I mean, I'm all the way off the wagon on Philadelphia at this point. I yeah. I was kind of on them last year. I got egg on my face. I'm eating the crow. I'm all the way off on them. And maybe if you love the Knicks... You would take them over that over the Nets with Damian Lillard, but with Dame, 
I I think the the edge in that instance would go to Brooklyn over New York. So you're looking at you know third or fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they're eighty to one to win the title right now. I mean, I don't know what they are with Dame. What are they? They cut that in half to still like forty. Is it thirty? Is it like thirty five? Yeah, thirty five to one, which is fine odds. I I mean the team that was. Uh, 20 to 1 at the start of the season, one this year. So. I, listen, there, there's certainly a chance that the East ends up being completely wide open, right? Because we have question marks about the Bucks with everybody getting a year older. We saw what happened at the end of last year, and Chris Middleton can't stay healthy. They lose in the first round last year. The Celtics almost got swept and then suddenly made it a series out of nowhere. But, like, okay, what is Boston next year when it's the same team? Kind of with Chris Stapps, Porzingis rolling it back. I, I, like, I think Boston's the favorite, and they are actually the favorite, but I like them as the favorite in the East right now. But... You know the Cavs, the Knicks, the Heat. Like you, if you're a team in the Eastern Conference, you could look at this and say, you know, we got a path towards the top there right now. Right. I'm curious for Damian Lillard if he is so gung ho on Miami. I would like to know because it seems like his agent is now just willingly sharing a lot of information. Yeah, you notice that, right? It's just like it's he's just weird. He's just texting everybody. He's like, hey, you want to know what he wants for dinner tonight yeah. too? Like, we'll give you this <laughs> if they're going to share all this information. What is it specifically about Miami? Like, is he drawn to Miami itself as a place of of, re- of residence? It's I, I've never been to Portland. I've been to Miami. I feel pretty comfortable firing at the hip and saying Miami may be a better place to live. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that, too, uh, considering Trista's from there and has told me about Portland, and you tell him about the weather, and you t- I know I've been to Miami many times. There's a big difference just in the weather Very alone. Very big difference. Yes. And it feels like Miami, just in general, has a lot more activities for an NBA player to, to do and have fun with. So do you want to go there just because it's Miami, are you going there because you want to get coached by Eric Spolster, which what I knew about Dame two weeks ago seemed like that was the case. Now it does kind of seem like he's running from the grind if his agent stuff is true. Or do you want to go play there with Jimmy Butler? Because I can understand why you would want to go play there with Jimmy Butler, but I have to be honest, if you're giving me an option, I'm a point guard, I would play with Jason Tatum over Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Just because you understand the ceiling that Jason Tatum has, and if he is has a little bit of the weight lifted off his shoulders, I think he's going to skyrocket and blossom more than, already, than he already has, and Damian Lillard would be the guy that is helping take the weight off his shoulders. Tatum is certainly in a position now where like he's younger and still has the chance to trend upward. Jimmy Butler's probably maxed out. Right. In terms of good player, what he good is, player. and then elevated in the playoffs, and maybe, the, I mean, look, if, if we had to guess, it's a combination of factors, right? I'm sure b- lower on the list, it's like, hey, it'd be nice to live in Miami. It'll be warm. I've been in a cold weather city for a long, long time. But these dudes have houses all over the place, right? So like, that's not a huge factor. And how much are you really home during the NBA season? Anyway? You're traveling all the time. Like that's kind of an overrated thing to throw in. Just the warm weather city. And now you do want to have a place that you like to live, especially if there's families involved, because you have to think about that. I mean, players have families, and right. are they going to live there with you? Is it like that's that's a factor that's there? But look, heat culture is a thing. They they. We know the type of atmosphere that's there. And quite frankly, Damian Lillard fits really well in that whole entire the bubble. Heat that culture, Pat sphere, Riley, like everything. The competition, the, the d- desire to win, what, however you want to describe it, however poetically you want to say it, that is a perfect place for him. And Jimmy Butler matches that, and so does Bam. And I, I don't have an issue with Dame wanting to go there. I have an issue with him pulling this now. Like, if you really wanted to make it Miami or bust, do it two weeks ago. Them taking this long, like yep. do it before the, them taking this long has just really hampered this and it's starting to make him look really bad. It's clear that he wanted to see what they did on draft night. Very clear. Because they met shortly after. Which is not the right way to do that if you're Damian Lillard. His hope, I'm sure, was they traded for a veteran. And then you notice it was shortly after 
that when Jeremy Grant signed his big deal that the trade request came out. It was like a day later. And I understand that guys inside the NBA know a lot more about the inner discussions than we do, right? That mm -hmm. makes a ton of sense. Yeah. But you have to have a self-aware kind of moment. Look around the market. Who are they going to trade for? Maybe you really loved Paul George. The Clippers aren't going to get rid of Paul George. The, it, it, not yet, because well, Paul they George have has been, played all right. They've been having some conversations, at least. They have been having conversations. Now, how serious they are, I don't know. Right. And they haven't pulled the trigger yet, because if they wanted to, they would have. I do think that it was a market for Paul George. So maybe that was it. But outside of Paul George, like there weren't really a lot of other guys that you could f sit here and think, all right, him coming here makes sense. Mm -hmm. Unless you wanted Jalen Brown, and I can't imagine that Damian Lillard would want to do Damon CJ with a guy that's a little bit better than what CJ was right. in his prime. Yeah, I, it's like it, it's going to be complicated with one the asking price for Portland. Two, he doesn't have a no trade clause, but it feels like he has a no trade clause except to Miami. That's kind of where we are, but it's not official and it's not in writing. So technically, the Portland can do whatever the hell they want. Apparently, Dame also wanted to go to Golden State right before gonna, they traded for Chris Paul. You know what? We've done a bad job. We buried that lead. What? I, what? I just don't take that that seriously. There was there was a rumor out there before about that. I just don't think that that was that serious. You know what we also didn't think was that serious? Durant going when there. Kevin Durant all was right. going to go there. And then all of a sudden, it's July 5th that year, and you're like, The thing is, though, oh. like, Dame doing that, that's the ultimate... Like, he's been anti-super team and anti-title chasing and all that. That blows that whole narrative up. Even if you think the Warriors are done, and I think the the way they're current currently constructed, their it's, window is closed on winning titles. And I hate yeah. saying that because I really do love that organization and what they've built. But you've got Bob Myers gone. Mike Dunleavy Jr. is there now instead. They're seventh on the board to win the NBA title at 12-1. to 1. I think a lot of that's just respect for the Warriors and the organization. But if Dame was to go there... They're, they're 6-1. to one. At worst, and and but it also just completely kills the whole idea of like I'm not going title chasing. I'm looking. That's a team that's won more titles than everybody else over the last decade. So you can't really say that and then answer in press conferences questions about title chasing when you go to a team that just won a title two years ago. Do you think Kevin Durant wanted Dame to go there so he would stop <laughs> being the scapegoat? <laughs> look, look this way, guys. Look over here instead. So he could shut he down the same one of the thing. burner accounts that he has going on. He's got burners on uh, threads now, he said. So, I, don't, I don't hate it. That means he has burners on Instagram, too. He's got burners everywhere, I, man. To be honest, I got a burner on Instagram. It's more to frame pictures, just so, you know, I got to keep my Instagram looking uh -huh. clean. Uh -huh. But yeah, I got a burner so I can frame some pictures if I try to get artsy. I, I, I wish your that intentions, was a joke. Your intentions are so different than Kevin Durant when it comes to why you have a burner. Very You're like, you know, much. I just want to make sure I, uh, everything looks clean on my real Instagram, and I use this as a template. I just got I got to flex on everybody. Kevin Durant That's has to jump is. in conversations about why he's not as good as I whoever. Don't, I don't hate the fact that he has a burner as much as ever. Everybody seems to take that offensively. I, I, I don't really care. I, it doesn't, I, I think it shows a, 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 a real sign of immaturity and insecurity. But I think it's funny. But it's also funny it's, at the same it's time. It's hilarious. So you can't really get, like, too upset over it when you go, he's not the only one. No, he is not the only one. Dame and Steph, though, could you imagine? They'd just I start think... having, I would, they'd have three-point contests during games. God, that would be incredible. Incre who can who can hit more from the logo every single game? <laughs> NFL teams that missed the playoffs last year, likely to return the postseason. Next, BetMGM Tonight.